Welcome to I'm Thinking of Spoiling Things, the podcast where every time myself, Stephen, and my friend Vaughan... Hello, Stephen. Uh, ...break down a new release and spoil it in detail. This new release is <laughs> the Oscars. Um, Many new releases. It. We're not spoiling it in detail because it's not happened yet. So we're recording this weirdly the day of the BAFTAs. So I'm skipping the BAFTAs to watch because that would give me some clues. So I've, I've, I've been watching the BAFTAs, right? And this is this is the stage of um, awards nowadays. If you go to the internet, you can just find out who's won because they've announced it. Then they announced them on stage. Um, so it's utterly, yeah, it? so, so annoying. Uh, of like, what awards do go on stage, what don't go on stage? So that that's irritating to me. So I was like, oh, I already know who's won. Fantastic. So there you go. The BAFTAs are happening downstairs. Um, Emma's watching that. And we're going to go for our predictions for the Oscars. So here's yes. how it's going to work. We're going to go for every category. It's going to be a shorter one. Um, and we're going to say what we think will win and of their options, of their options, what we think should win if we had to pick from those options, if we were yes. Oscar voters. Um, I would say in general, but because I don't want to give away my stacks opinions. So Vaughan, if you want to say what you would have to win in a category, outside of that, that's fine. But I need to hold mine to myself. I don't want to spoil the stacks. Okay. Because the stacks award show, we'll talk about that at the end, um, coming soon. So my, my actual thoughts must be secret. Um, though you can read all my reviews of all the films. So you can <laughs> work it out. I also have a posted ranked list of all the movies. <laughs> so you can work it out. Um, but um, also, there's going to be some some skin in the game here, I think. Of, yes. But both that is terribly. That's the idea, at least. Um, it's impossible to predict these things because the Oscars are always a different kind of stupid. Um, yes, and it's just, it's just so. random guessing because it's a, a random homogenous... Was, yeah, it is a very homogenous voting pool. Um, so... I think the loser needs to watch a movie and write about it, right. preferably on the twingeeks.com. Of course. But, you know, that's up to Calvin. Um, and, and David, sorry, David. Um, and I think, Vaughn, if you are to lose, you have to watch okay. The Haunted World of El Superbisto <sighs> and write about I, it at you least did. on letterbox.com. Before the podcast, you said, I have an idea. It's specific for you. <laughs> And now I understand exactly why. I I can accept this as a as at least my half of it. Yeah. So as um, you're as you don't know, the Haunted World of El Superbisto by um, filmmaker Robert Zombie is maybe the worst film ever made, or at the very least, Stephen's least favorite film. No, 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 no. Maybe the worst film okay. ever made. <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'll find that. out. It's maybe only like seventy minutes. I watched it twice in one week. So you know that's that softens the blow a little bit. Yeah. So that that's that's my forfeit. Now you haven't had the time to to think of it. So off the dome, set a similar forfeit dome. or a different or a different Ooh. forfeit, which is not going to oh. happen because I'm going to win. So it doesn't really. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It is. I I might have to take some time to think on this. I don't know. Okay. okay. I don't know what I would be able to give you. Um at least as far as stuff I've seen recently, you have seen pretty much everything I have. So I'll have to kind of okay, go through. Okay, okay well, you've, you've, you've got time to work it out. So I'm gonna, I've got a BBC list of all the nominations up and I'm gonna scroll from the bottom to the top because it starts the big ones. Um, we're gonna skip the shorts if you don't mind, because- oh, I've seen I, one of the animated shorts and that's it. <laughs> I've seen one of the live action shorts and I've seen quite a lot of shorts this year. Um, but it's just weird what gets released when because like for right. example I saw The Long Goodbye last year and we nominated it for a stack last year so I'm you know British releases are strange American releases um, so we're going to start with everyone's favourite award best makeup and hair styling now 
up for this are The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Dune, Cruella coming to America, not coming to America. That's a different movie. The sequel coming that released last year. America, two coming to America. <laughs> and House of Gucci for best makeup and hairstyling. Now, I am curious, are you now complete with all of the feature film nominations? Um, yeah, I've seen all my, I've seen everything that's nominated by two films. Um, I am yet to watch um, Lacana or Yak in the Classroom, which I'm going to watch this week. I'm very excited about. Apparently, the Yak in the Classroom it sounds amazing. <laughs> it and does. I haven't been able to access um, Writing with Fire. Um, hopefully, able to watch that before the Oscars, but I'm not sure if I can. It seems it's not available digitally anywhere. Um, and I don't know when it was um, released, apart from that, even if right. it was um, yeah. in this country. So, uh, what about you? Are you, a few, are you a few behind? I'm a few behind. I've been working on it, but now yeah. um, South by Southwest is this week, so trying to focus course, on that. So I'm a, I'm a few behind, but I've, I've tried to catch up on as many as I, as I can. So, so for this category... This five? Have you seen these five? I'm guessing you haven't seen Two Coming to America. That's correct. Other, yeah. other than Coming to America, I have seen all of these. Um, What's your guess? What's your guess? As far as um, predictions... Um, we'll take it in turns to go first, because well, boys, we could copy from the other person. So just... And are we, I may have, I may have misunderstood. We're doing, are, are these predictions are just our so, votes? So I think predict what you think is going to win. And then if you want to say what you think should win, okay. then that's fine. But I the predictions you. what we're getting counted for, we're getting marked for. So what's your prediction? Uh, prediction? I think I might go House of Gucci. Really? Mm, I think uh, I'm going to go for Cruella. I think Cruella's got makeup and hair. It was between styling. those two. Um, um, I think Cruella is a good vote. So, Oops, yeah. Um, of those, actually, though I think Coming to America is a terrible movie, like utterly abysmal, it's got some very good makeup and hairstyle. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what I would really like my personal pick here would be i don't know if any of these are really exceptional as far as makeup and hairstyling cruella is not terrible it's probably it's probably the best aspect of that very terrible film mm -hmm. um the makeup and eyes of tammy faye is very good even though that is not a very good movie but yeah i mean also that's the problem with like but the problem with most of these movies is it's distracting makeup and hairstyling um, yes that's true the, probably the best makeup and hairstyle movie is the film that you don't realize you'd nominate because every film has makeup and hairstyle right and if you're talking about how good the makeup is it probably because well i mean especially with house of gucci where if you look at jared leto's character that he's supposed to be the person compared to him it's like mm, no so mm, but that's not how it works best production design so you know has it all look um here we have nominated um which is not quite what i thought would be nominated which is interesting i would um, agree with that yeah um, I'm really, really surprised the film that I thought would win, maybe, which would be The French Dispatch. I'm very right. surprised to not see that there. A notable um, om omission, I would say. Mm. I mean, that movie sucks on the record saying that. But yeah. the <laughs> we have both agreed on that. Immaculate. Um, so, best production design uh, Dune, um, Patrice Vermet, and Zisasana Sipos. I should say the names of the people, really. Um, Nightmare Alley, Tamara Deverell, and Shane Vio. West Side Story, oh, which I really liked, I didn't think I would. Um, Adam Stockhausen and Renata Angelo. The Tragedy of Macbeth, not just your normal Macbeth, this time it's a tragedy. Stefan Deschamps and Nancy Hay, Nancy, sorry. Um, the Power of the Dog, Grant Major and Amber Richards. Best production design. Hmm. Interesting. I need to go first I... this time, didn't I? Uh, yeah, go for it. 
I think they love a big period musical. And I think this is one of the awards they're going to try and throw out West Side Story because I don't think it's going to get that many of the big ones. So I think this is where West Side Story nabs it. I always like to point out that neither of us have done any preparation beforehand. This is just like- Yeah, this is all off the cuff. I've not read through this list since it got announced. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not thinking tactically about what it's going for. So yeah, I'm going to say off the, off the cuff, um, West Side Story. So note that down on the list, please. That's uh, it's It has been noted. This is a- this is actually a good category. I will say I have not seen The Power of the Dog, much to your chagrin, I'd imagine. I've It's one I've not gotten to yet. Oh, it's so unbelievably good. Read my review. It's um, the review is fine. The film's are great. Um, <laughs> but yes, I'm very, very much looking forward to that. Hopefully I can get to The Power of the Dog soon, mm. certainly before the Oscars. I mean, um, just won the BAFTA, I think, so there you go. But the rest here, I do think all are excellent in terms of production design. I really? Think I mean, one, really... of them, one of them stands out for me. I don't know. Well, I know which one stands out for you, but <laughs> we are on opposite ends of the spectrum on that movie. Yeah, um, I'm on the right side. <laughs> always on the right side for you. Yeah, weirdly. <laughs> um, I might say The Tragedy of Macbeth. Um, yeah. Very grand in its production design feels very slated it's that way and undenominated as well i would say so it makes sense that if they're going to throw it a bone they'd throw it a bone here i think it was before award season was maybe seen as being you know like cohen on their own making the prestige shakespeare film this right. could be a best picture and like it seems to not have hit awards wise as perhaps people thought that it would um like barely, barely even mentioned at the BAFTAs. I have to note the BAFTAs actually. So this is my little BAFTAs minute. Um, my partner Emma keeps pointing this out and she's very, very correct. So as I'm sure you know, the BAFTAs, the patron of the BAFTAs is um, Prince William. So it's part of the Royal Academy. Right. And have you noted that the film Spencer <laughs> appears nowhere? nowhere. To be seen. <laughs> no, no, like not even like costuming. Like there's so many, like it's so immaculately right. directed. The soundtrack is so good. Kristen Stewart is probably the best performance of the year, and nowhere. Of course not. Interesting. <laughs> I forget that film didn't come out. Right. Um, yeah. Um, so you're going for Tragedy Macbeth. Tragedy um, Macbeth on that one. I would love uh, West Side Story to win, and I hope that it does. So I'm, I'm going. I think that would be well deserved, even though I was, I was a little less hot on that movie than you were, but. Mm. And I'm not a hot, and you know Jack Davenport. Jackson Park, Jack Davenport, <laughs> friend of every show, um, very hot in the movie, and so that's got a lot of stacks buzzers going in. Um, best sound, so which I'll try and say sonorously for each one to really get the sound across. So Dune, Dune has been up for every award so far. Oh, they're right through those technicals. Yeah, I mean, it's a very, it's a very technically outstanding film. Um, it is also a very good film, but it's you know technicality is is, is key to it. So Dune. Um, there are a lot of names here, so I'm sorry. You have to look them up for yourself because I'm not running out five names for each category, which makes it sound bad, but I'm sorry. Look it up. Um, Dune, West Side Story, No Time to Die, The 007 Adventure, Bond Will Be Back, Belfast. I've not seen right. yet. <laughs> but it doesn't seem you like a sound-focused film. Incredible sound. <laughs> You're like, mm, yeah. Oh, the sound of the um, euphemized troubles. Oh, the sound of a coming of age. Lovely heartwarming tale during the troubles. Um, and the power of the dog, which I would say has exceptional sound. Oh, okay. Luckily, you have to go first this one because this is a tricky one. This is, and I will say this is an interesting category this year because they have combined what used yeah. to be two separate categories, sound editing and mixing are now just yes. sound, sound, which I don't know since it's the first year of this being a singular category, it's kind of hard to tell which way they'll lean, but I kind mm. of think I have to go with Dune. That's my guess too. That's our first 
two. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah, I think I think Dune. Um, why do you think Dune? I feel Dune is kind of just all sound. You know, it's yeah. it's a very sound focused film, especially the way you know it, there was this movie that was a huge push to go see it in theaters and mm. get that experience. And I think it's very built that way, where it's all very booming and kind of that sound is in you as you're watching it. It's and it's so nominated. It seems like clearly they know they need to give it. They need to throw it a bone somewhere. Um, so I think this in the technicals is where it's going to sweep up. And I think also in yeah. some of the artistic categories and the visual categories, I think it's going to sweep up as well. But we'll see. I think Dune. Dune. You know when it turned out like Fury Road won like loads of Oscars. Right. Um, I think Dune's going to be that kind of like Fury Road thing. Like, I would oh, think it so actually well. won the most of the night. Right. Um, but didn't win any of the like the, the big three. Yeah. Um, so that's best sound. Best costume design, which is just very similar to a lot of the ones so far. So Corella, um, that's Jenny Bevan. Um, Dune with Jacqueline West and Bob Morgan. West Side Story, Paul Tazewell, Nightmare Alley, Louis Sakira, and Cyrano, Massimo Cantini Perini, and Jacqueline Duran. So I know Pluribus has got the vote for Cyrano on that one. <laughs> um, the only person voting for Cyrano. <laughs> that's me first. That's, that's, that's your first on this one. Maybe I should have gone for this one for cost. Maybe I should have gone for Corella for costuming. And oh, over makeup for makeup, and but it's too late now because I, I don't I mean, think it. Win- I, you could just give it both. No, but I don't, I don't think it'll win both. I don't think they'll no, give it that's two. That's fair. Um, I don't think it'll get two. Um, I'm gonna say West Side Story. I'm gonna say West Side Story for costuming in this one. Really? Okay, that's an interesting yeah. vote. I think out of what's here, I think I would probably go for West Side Story last. Maybe Nightmare Alley as well, but I think I might go Cruella on this one. Uh, not because it sucks. I like Nightmare Alley a lot, but that's a different podcast okay, that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so best costume design. Okay, so um, I mean, Cyrano has nice costumes. Um, it does. Pretty, and Dune has good cool. costumes, but yeah, as, as well done as they are, thing. yeah, they're very functional and obviously I think as far as design for that world, they're pretty fantastic but that's not the way the oscars typically lean so i actually think it's the best of the list i think yeah like, i would I, agree i would give it to us but then i also think uh, i think myself and us in general can be like too guilty of going for this is clearly designed as opposed to just like nailing costuming right. Um, yeah. whereas like this is clearly an artistic new thing but actually nailing period again if you don't notice the costumes because the costuming is very very good right um so zeros and ones really should be the um <laughs> the best costumes <laughs> for every category should be zeros category, and ones. really um best film editing speaking of zero, the zeros and ones presents best film editing <laughs> um best film editing so this is um joe walker editing dune Peter Skiberis editing The Power of the Dog. Hank Corwin editing Don't Look Up. That film had an editor. God. Hilarious. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> Pamela Martin editing King Richard. And the award for most editing, I would say, <laughs> goes to Myron Kirsten and Andrew Weissbloom or Weissbloom for Tick, Tick, Boom, which I presume is how it's pronounced based on how it is. I would written. think so as well. Um, oh, I that's, will... that, that's most editing to Tick Boom. Mm, oh, I don't know of this one. I don't know, but I you know, I think for Don't Look Up, it's entirely possible that it was edited by like an AI, but they just had to assign it the name <laughs> for SAG purposes. Hank Corwin is actually Hal Corwin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Hank. Oh, your movie sucks. I'm sure it's well. I mean, hey, if I, if I his movie, footage, he probably did. The I wouldn't be able to do anything with it either. <laughs> right. like, you know, presumably he cut things out of it. So actually, I hope so. Gift to cinema. Like you didn't just put every shot in it. So oh. thank you, Hank. Thank you, um, thank Corwin. You first. I thought that was you first. No, I went for West Side Story. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. Um, you. I'm trying to trying to skew this. See, 
as much as we just spent several minutes talking about how terrible the editing is and don't look up, I'm tempted to vote for it just because Bohemian Rhapsody yeah, won best editing. <laughs> well, that's I'm actually going similarly. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say tick tick boom for that same reason. Okay. They like a film that is obviously obviously edited. Right. That film is obviously edited. That film has all the editing because it has so many shots and moving around. So I'm gonna say I think maybe I mean I think really if I was being like tactical, I'd go actually probably power the dog. I think this is where it starts to like crank up. But I'm gonna be ridiculous because like <laughs> half the fun of this is being wrong. I'm of say, course. Tick tick boom. Tick Tick Boom is going to win Best Film Editing. The award-winning Tick Tick <laughs> Award-winning Tick Tick Boom. I'm not sure what I would, I guess out of these, I would probably go for Dune. I'm not sure why King Richard is on here. Tennis. I mean, every time it's a I sport mean, movie, yeah. they like put sport on screen. They're like, oh, it's edited. I'm like, yes, this film was edited. <laughs> um, Souvenir Part 2 would be nice here, um, but never mind. Um, I don't think, I don't know if it's, actually, I know the Souvenir Part 1 wasn't put forward for um, the Oscars, and the Souvenir Part 2 hasn't been either. Um, which is a real shame because it's phenomenal. Best visual effects. Uh, they used to have special and visual, didn't they? Um, and now it is just like is that the first year agnostic. of this? I'm not I don't sure if... know if it's the first year or the second year. I think um, it might be the second year, but unsure. Because then people would get myself included to be like, you get your terms mixed up, and you're like, no, actually, that's not what that means. And they're like, I don't know, fake stuff. Just put fake it all into one. Work. Eventually, the Oscars will be one award, and that's it. It'll be 20, <laughs> 20 nominees for Best Picture. But for most film. <laughs> um, so Best Visual Effects, um, a lot of names here, so um, I'm not going to read them out because I don't want to take too long. So Dune, free guy. Boy. Um, oh, my God. It's annoying. It's like, I, I get that Mad God isn't eligible, probably, for awards. Right. But you see a film like Free Guy, yeah. here, which I guess exists, and you see that Matrix isn't here. Um, that's also very I, true matrix would be I, a much better nomination here i get that there are a lot of people that don't like the effects in the matrix and whatever i think like that as far as the christmas film go there is a validity to the effects are not astonishing um when compared to right. the matrix but free agree. guy free guy yeah. free guy is hideously ugly even if you look at it from a visual effects standpoint i watched it because it was on an oscars list and I, it was just mm. a general list so it didn't have the exact yeah. nominations and at some point i was like why what was this nominated for it's the worst I film category because again with the oscars it's the just most and there are a lot of visual effects yeah. but they're not good it's, it's terrible movie. to watch yeah. yeah it reminds me of like how films like zodiac which are like so effects heavy often get like ignored like let right. the white one in as well actually which is actually surprisingly very effects heavy film um most films are film effects again because you don't yeah, know exactly Ugh. um so yeah dune free guy spider-man no way home um, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings or No Time to Die my guess first yeah go for it um, Dune it's going to be Dune um, I can't yeah. see it not being Dune um, I'm hard to go for Spider-Man but I think if they thought they were going to give it to Spider-Man they wouldn't have come up with the People's Choice Award um, yeah I would agree that I mean which has to go to Spider-Man or apparently Cinderella maybe um, yeah, seems to be the two <laughs> the hot race there hey, not um, the worst movie of the year I'll be honest <laughs> I think it's almost at the bottom of my list, but yeah, I don't know. I think Dune pretty much has to be what where this goes. I think Spider-Man's probably a close second, but Dune yeah. is so visually stunning that I think it's hard to imagine it not winning. Yeah. I think Shang-Chi I mean, is actually kind of ugly as far as effects go. But Yeah, I, I also don't think Spider-Man is amazing in terms of effects. Um, I would I would take No Time to Die's some of its practical effects over both of those. Yes, I would agree. Um, some of the stunt sequences, and again, a movie I don't like, 
Um, but you know, and I prefer Spider-Man and Shang-Chi too, no time to die, but you know, effects. Um, best cinematography. Interestingly, so Greg Frazier is actually the cinematographer of a movie that we both saw recently, which proved that maybe he can't shoot movies. Um, but turns out he can shoot movies um, because he was the Batman cinematographer, right? I'm not wrong. Yes, that. yes, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, um, I recognized the name because I wrote it in my review and then I didn't get quite there until, yes, yeah, yeah. The, he did do the Batman. So yeah, you'd be surprised because you'd watch that movie and go, God, this is not shot very well. <laughs> Get to that later. Um, but uh, God, that's, that's one of my most unpopular opinions. On a conversation night. for a different uh, podcast. Um, so Dune, Greg Frazier, um, a beautiful movie. Um, the Power of the Dog, Ari Wagner, um, amazing. Um, Tragedy of Macbeth, Bruno Dabonel, Nightmare Alley, Dan Lauston and West Side Story, Janice Kaminsky. It's the Dude Fest again, which is a shame um, because there were lots of beautiful films um, shot by women this year. I was expecting in that vein actually to see The Lost Daughter on this list, which I think is a very cleverly shot film. Um, but I think they like films where you have vistas. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's a wide shot in this film. Therefore, the cinematography is good. It's the reason why on the stacks last year, I gave a nomination to a Hong Sang-soo movie um because the right. cinematography is so narratively entwined but the oscars go movie pretty right <laughs> cinematography is more than that but fine yeah I, this is a category where i feel like there's just so many so much great stuff to choose from last year um a lot of good options i don't know yeah. if i i think these are all good i i mean mm. obviously you mm. probably don't agree about nightmare alley it's um, I, it's it's it's, it's, such, it's such a blandly okay looking film it's like it's got a gloss of like hollywood prestige which i think i think actually it looks nice but i think works against what the film's going for so i could see separate okay. from the film you being right. like okay it, it is technically shot very well i think the direction is misguided i think the cinematography is arguably excellent okay i can understand that again a conversation for a podcast that doesn't exist but <laughs> It's a funny um, between the lines of this podcast. It's there, <laughs> hidden away in this own little nightmare alley. Um, this is my choice first. Yeah, your turn. Let's see. Um, it's difficult. I think I can see them going a couple of different There's ways. Three here. ways. There's three ways yeah. here. I wouldn't be surprised with any of them. I think Macbeth is almost the obvious choice just as in again mm. like kind of most cinematography it's very stylized and i mean it's, it's it's astonishingly beautiful it is beautiful um but it's it's very obviously beautiful yeah. like it's yeah, built yeah, that yeah. way so i think that's an easy choice i also think so different that the academy loves and rightfully so um spielberg and west side story is very beautifully shot yeah oh yeah i don't know yeah i might go west side story on this all right i'm gonna i'm gonna go different then i was gonna go okay. for that but let's make it more interesting um i'm gonna go um dude i think dune also a good choice again might might sneak in there with being super pretty i think maybe power of the dog though as well power of the dog is is again as, as my friend described it when i told him to watch it at work they're like it was just lots of long slow shots of nothing and i was like yeah i know right yeah that um, sounds great they meant i that really gotta watch it <laughs> they meant that, that it was bad right. and i was like no i know right it's just lots of long slow shots of nothing it rules um so best original score now this is why i, I very much because you you are very much our score expert um, so this will be also a chance for Vaughn's score of the year minute. So I'll also give you a bit of a bonus thing there. Okay. <laughs> so what they've nominated for best original score, which weirdly they've apparently um, limited Johnny Greenwood to one score. Um, Unfairly. Nomination. Um, and I think it's his second best score of the year. Um, but um, The Power of the Dog, Johnny Greenwood, um, Dune, and Zimmer, 
Don't Look Up, Nicholas Brattel, Encanto, Jermaine Franco, and Parallel Mothers, Alberto Iglesias. Yeah, so as Stephen said, I am I'm very much a soundtrack person. Mm. I love soundtracks. It's uh, a majority of what I would listen, what I listen to in my free time, I would say, mm. um, just listening to movie scores. But I don't like this category <laughs> this year. I think these yeah. are not great options. Dune is a great score, I will say. Yes. Um, and How the Johnny, Dog score is very, very good. Right. I imagine that Johnny. It's not as good as Spencer, I don't think, but that seems unfair to, to rank them together. Um, um, I don't really remember Parallel Mother's score being particularly amazing. Not to say that it's bad, I but I, I, I don't know. You saw, have I know. much you saw memory of it. I did see that movie. Like I thought it? it was okay. Yeah, I, love it. I agree. It's a good yeah. movie. Not a great yeah, movie. kind of, kind of right in the middle. It's, it's, it's okay, but not fantastic. Fit together. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I see weird what... because it's Parallel Mother's, but um, yeah. I guess actually I guess it's not weird because they are parallel. They don't. Um, <laughs> Encanto, I think Encanto is that case of being like because it's so based around its original songs. Right. Um, I find it very hard, and like, and the original score uses quite a lot of the motifs from the original songs. I don't know which way that goes. I would presume right. that Lima Miranda lifting from the score. Um, so it's quite hard to do that maths in my head because I don't know. Um, people keep telling me that the cop's got a great score, right? So it's I posted a okay of how terrible the movie was, right? Um, because it's awful, and people are like, yeah, the score's great. Then I'm like, I cannot remember the score. At all. I don't remember it having a score because I was like so overwhelmed by how crap the movie was. <laughs> um, and then I tried to listen to the score. I was just like, no, I can't. It's just giving me flashbacks <laughs> to the movie. Which, and fair I enough. I did the same with French Dispatch, actually, because like um, that was getting a lot of like buzz around best mm -hmm. score. And after the first 30 seconds, I was like, oh God, this quirky nonsense is bringing me back to the movie. <laughs> and I just can't. I'm sure like separate, but mm, no, 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 no. Yeah, don't look up. I, I remember because I had seen your review and seen those comments of saying it mm. has a great score. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to pay attention to the score while I'm watching this terrible movie, which helped distract me the tiniest bit from how terrible that movie is. Oh, is that um, maybe going to win then? It's like a public service. You know? <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope not. I hope it wins nothing. Um, uh, the score is okay. It's definitely, it's nothing special. It's like a very modern score, kind of synthy yeah. and technological. It's fine, I would say. I mean, almost all of my favorite scores of the year are not on here. I like doing the most on here, but where's the nomination for that guy that did the Kane Lynch soundtrack? <laughs> I don't even remember where that one came from at this point. It was from Kimmy, and it wasn't him. Oh, Kimmy! <laughs> that episode's not even out. That's, that's, yeah, that wouldn't be that. wouldn't be the right year. <laughs> I guess um, so. That's what that's why the Kane Lynch soundtrack isn't getting an award. I think it's um, it's it's mostly disappointing this category because Drive My Car is nominated for so many other things and mm. not this category. And I adore the Drive My Car mm. score. Same. Um, I think out of what's here, I would probably have to go with Dune. Really, that surprises me. Um, I would. Oh, I know this is boring of me. I maybe should say a different one for the sake of it. But I think you're right. So I also think Dune. I'm something. I'm saying Dune for loads of things here. Dune um, is a very safe one for these technical categories. Yeah so we can diverge elsewhere yeah best original song i think this one is i don't care but it's interesting um no time to die from no time to die that's billy eilish um and phineas o'connell um dos origitas from encanto Miranda. again most songs um be alive from king richard i did not know that king richard had an original song in it anywhere yeah. Be Alive, King Richard, Beyonce, Knowles, Carter, and Dixon. Um, 
Belfast down to joy. It should be illegal to nominate Van Morrison for best <laughs> original song. Like that's that's like. First of all, Kenneth Branagh should not have used Van Morrison. Um, I think okay for, for the record, Astral Weeks is is like in the conversation for maybe greatest album of all time. Um, Van Morrison was an exceptional songwriter, but obviously Van Morrison is a terrible person. Um, who at the moment spreading just horrendous like COVID denial and vaccine denial oh, rhetoric great. to have him up for this. Um, yeah, that's terrible. Should not be the case uh, because it means they perform these, don't they? Yes, so he'll they be do. there. Um, yeah. He should not be there. So no. As if in case you needed another reason to hate the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, I know. And also like I because I get people people are like yes, but I forget that the song itself. I like if you it's like listening to like a um, anything of Morrissey in it of like you just can't anymore. I'm sorry. Right. Like these people are just assholes. And if your brain doesn't normally just go to like Ugh, I hate this because it's made me think of something, then come on. Um, and then yeah, somehow you do. A film called Four Good Days. Uh, yeah, it's I'm like not a sure is a movie. It's a, I think it's a Mila Kunis Dad, movie Warren, that I, I don't think that's a film. I don't know anything. I have not heard anything about it. Don't know anything about it. The only reason I know it exists is from looking at this list. I mean, there is an obvious snub here. And what is that? Heard she got married from the film. Heard she got married. Oh, gotcha. Um, is the obvious snub, but we're not ready for that <laughs> yet, apparently. But heard she got married from the film. Heard she got married would be um, my winner here. But, I have nothing against um, nominating Matt Farley for an Oscar. I, that'd be great. Yeah, I mean that'd be incredible. So yeah, Matt Farley's song there. Um, I'm gonna be. Oh, I I don't know here because it's like, do they just be like, it's it's my pick, isn't it? Um, yes. Yeah. Do they get too excited that? Mm, I, I think they've they've screwed themselves, and I think they're gutted about this. If they'd nominated the correct song for Encanto, it would have been so easy to do this. Because a song from Encanto, as you know, has been a huge viral sensation. Yes. And the Oscars would be like, ah, there you go. Let's hit the zeitgeist. But they can't anymore. So I don't know if it's going to be, do they get swayed by Beyonce? And I, I don't like end credit songs being nominated because that feels like... It's oh, is that what this is? That, I yeah, would agree. Yeah. That's kind of um, ridiculous. I don't know. I'm going to say they're going to go boring and they're going to go for Night Time to Die because it's a Bond song. That's my guess. Boring Bond song. It's yeah, it's an okay Bond song. It's not. Yeah. Not, but there's been, there's been a, yeah. a run of them winning now, I think. Um, so that, the Sam Smith won one, I think, and that was not very good. Oh, that's, I would say, worse than this one. So yeah, yeah. yeah no, but yes, I do. Win. I do think that did win. Um, I don't know what I would go here. I would probably just, I think, usually in these cases, voting for the disney song is probably the safe way to go yeah, very right. um so i would go with encanto although i honestly off the top of my head don't remember which song that is <laughs> um, no i'm sure i mean i think the songs in that film are really really good which surprised me because i don't like lemon very much but i think the songs in that movie are good i'm sure if i heard it I'd be like oh that's one of the great ones. i agree the, but... the interesting thing is i remember before i watched it and everyone talking about that viral song the bruno song yeah and then i heard it in the movie and i was like this may be the worst song in the movie i I mean, not that it's terrible, but I like to probably pretty much every other song a lot more than that one. So I'm interested that that one became the viral sensation. But yeah. I actually, weirdly, um, that did stand out for the movie. And I thought it ruled the movie. So I feel much more in, in touch with well, the populace than you are. Look at that. I thought that song ruled. I get that, to be I in this time. That I watched the movie in two halves because I was cooking and watching a bit of it. And I paused it during that point. And you know, like the way that songs stick in your head is because mm -hmm. you're trying to finish them yeah, in your yeah. head. So that may actually be why, because it was the most stuck in my head, because it was unfinished. So maybe it's not just me being cool. Um, 
Best international feature, which is such a stupid thing to call this category because that would include British films. But of course, because of cultural imperialism, it doesn't right. include British films. The BAFTAs, for once, actually have it right of calling it best film not in the English language, um, which I guess yeah. there is no good name for this topic because that there really isn't a right. bit bad because um, then when the silent film come in, there's then all kinds of issues there. But so best international feature <laughs> in which Canada, England, also, yeah. America, <laughs> of course one not. country. <laughs> And Scotland, yeah. Wales, no just, just general um, nonsense, but yeah. And the winner is Belfast. No, um, <laughs> the special feature is um, Drive My Car, presented by Japan. Of course, the rules here is it's one per country, yes. Um, and obviously, they have to submit things. Tan was famously put forward and did not get nominated, um, which is hilarious because Petit Maman would have been nominated, yes, probably would have. Yeah, I'm saying it, I would um, agree. But that's the second time France have decided not to put forward a Celine Sciamma movie in a row. Um, and pretty ridiculous those movies have been so hugely acclaimed like putting yeah. in fire has seen as being like one of the best films of the decade of i mean of the of the century yeah um, absolutely they just didn't put it forwards came out the film forward instead in uh les miserables very good did you see it i did not did you nope neither did i <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> i was wondering if you had an opinion on it but we nope, uh, have no was, idea <laughs> it's not that lame is um, it's just called that. So to drive my car, Japan, the worst person in the world from Norway, flee from Denmark, not flee from Denmark, stay in Denmark if you're there, or leave Denmark if you want, I don't really mind. Um, the Hand of God from Italy, and Lanana, which I called Lakana earlier, so I apologise to Bhutan. Um, Lanana, a yak in the classroom, which is the film I have not seen off this list that I'm going to watch this week. I'm really excited because it's got such a good name. It's a yak in a classroom. <laughs> it is a great name. I need to watch that as well. Yeah. I have also not seen The Hand of God. I have. I think that movie um, is bad. <laughs> that is, it doesn't seem, I don't think I've heard from anyone that it seems to be on the same level as these other movies. So I'm not too worried yeah, it's about no, Everyone keeps saying it. it's no Lenana, a yak in the classroom, <laughs> is what all the people are saying. Lenana, a yak in the I, I actually really like this because I know that last year there was the man who sold his skin, which I don't think was very good. But I really like, I would rather see more countries um, and more, less represented in the cinematic in the homogenous right. imperialistic cinematic scope going up for movies of uh, nominations yeah like there Agreed. are so many films on my list of international features um not belfast obviously so i think it sucks um um that i would take over a lot of these movies but right. i love seeing these ones up here um so i i quite like the nominations here i like having that variety um i love that bhutan is up for something so i think Lana, that's great yeah you're not gonna win but you're gonna win my heart and i hope <laughs> i like you your guess uh let's oh, this see is the so, easiest. this is the easiest category you think so you think it's the easiest yes. category it's the easiest category in the whole thing there's only like they might have well nominated one film well i do think drive my car absolutely should win and probably will win i don't yeah. think that the worst person in the world is completely out of the picture it's been very popular and probably has more buzz in a wider scope than drive my car does but I'm going to have to go with drive my car. Oh, no, come on, be my, be my <laughs> your mouth is. If you're going to make that kind of claim, right. you can't just be like, yeah, All right. come on. All right. Yeah. Worst person in the world, international yeah. feature film. Interesting, because now if that does win, you'll look incredible. Um, <laughs> I'm driving my car. Like, just, like, I, don't, I don't know why you didn't go for it. Like, it's, it's the only thing. <laughs> to, be, to be clear, Drive My Car is my favorite wide release movie of last year, and I probably should have voted for it, but... Yeah, but I didn't let you. <laughs> no. No. Um, yeah, Drive My Car is going to win because they've nominated Best Picture. And that, that, I that's... think there's like a correlation of that. I don't, I, I'd love to see, actually, the stats that that's happened where they've nominated a right. foreign language film Best Picture and it's not going over it. I know there was some kind of like talk about 
can't remember what else was nominated when Roma was up. I think there was some kind of like conversation that maybe Roma was going to win Best Picture, which it didn't, which was ridiculous. I don't think it was the best movie that year. I think it was almost like Oscar-y. Um, I think that's what I'm saying. But Green Book year? Was that a different year? Yeah, it was Green Book year. Okay, yeah. I think so. It wasn't. It was the year. Yeah, I think so, because I thought it was going to be Roma um, and everyone else thought it was going to be Black Klansman and then it was Green Book. (laughs) (laughs) Because occasionally let's give it to the worst movie. Of course. Um, Best documentary feature, Summer of Soul, um, or, the, or When the Revolution Would Not Be Televised, not with the full name on, which is, which is a shame. I think the Oscars have, this article has not. Flea, Ascension, Attica, and Writing with Fire. I have seen all of these as of today, apart from Writing with Fire. Um, yeah, you, uh, you caught up on these this weekend. I've only seen yes. Flea and Summer of Soul, but... Yeah. Oh, sorry, it's you first. I don't want to speak before you there. I'm going to speak with my heart here, and I um, have been so uplifted by Summer of Soul winning the BAFTA. I think Summer of Soul, I think it is the best movie on the list. I think it is an absolutely exceptional movie. I think Flea has a chance, um, and because it is up for three things, which is quite incredible, actually. Yeah, it is. Um, half a part of me, I we did predictions this morning, um, Emma and I, of the BAFTAs, and I actually predicted Flea to win Best Documentary there, because I thought they would give Encanto uh, best animated because it's too popular, of and course. give, and that's how they get around giving Flea right. this award. So maybe that, you know what? I'm going to go for it. Summer of Soul or the Revolution will not be televised. Yeah, I have to agree with pretty much everything you said. I think Flea is, as far as I can tell, probably the closest behind. It's, I mean, I like Flea a lot, but Summer of Soul just, yeah. I think, is is too good not to go for. And it's I just an absolutely exceptional yeah. film. Um, I think Ascension is good. I think Attica is really, really important and should be watched, as I put in a review on Letterboxd. Obviously, there are many people that don't need to watch it because it is uh, too close to right. experience and they don't need to see those things. But for people <laughs> like myself, <laughs> um, it is a very important thing yeah. thing to watch. I mean, I mean, my excuse is being British and not born at the time, but it's stuff I didn't know about at all. Um, very sh- shamefully, I'm sure, in your education system, you know a bit more than I do. Um, but yeah, I was... Watched it whilst working out on the cross trainer this morning, as one does in this middle class <laughs> lifestyle. And, um, you know, if I was not sweating so much, I would have been crying a lot more. Let's put it that way. Um, devastating. Speaking of devastating, best animated feature. Um, we have uh, Mad God. No, um, we have. I wish. Um, Encanto, Luca, The Mitchells versus the Machines, which I think you'll recognize from being nominated at the Stacks last year. Um, Flea. And yes, that movie that did come out. Rare in the Last Dragon. So I've seen all of these. It's funny, I don't particularly love any of them, but what? I look one of these movies is great. One of these movies is a lot better than the others. I'm saying it. I'm actually not sure what you're gonna say there. I think Mitchell's versus the Machines is probably my favorite yeah. of them. I yeah, liked it less it than most rules. people. Um yeah, well, I mean more than Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think I would have to go with Mitchell's versus the Machines, but this might be Flea's category here. I think Encanto. I think I think Encanto has, has got the Disney bump, and I think it's got the popularity bump, um, which I don't know how much influence it does have. But I think Encanto, though, I'd love to see Mitchell versus Machines win. I'm yeah, I'm going to land on outside pick for Flea. I think they might they might give it there, but okay. Encanto is probably a pretty safe pick there. Okay, so we're going to be gutted when Mitchell the Machine wins, and neither of us win for that one. Um, best adapted screenplay, um, which shocked me at the Baftas actually um was surprised by the way this went but i don't think the oscars will go the way the baftas went um and obviously they can't be influenced by it because the voting is done um so best adapted screenplay um the power of the dog 
The Lost Daughter, Coda, which I don't know if you know, is adapted from a French, I think, made-for-TV movie. Oh, interesting. Um, I did not know that. Um, so that's what it's adapted from. In case you're wondering what's Coda adapted from, yes. I mean, it's it may not be made for TV in France. I think it only had a French release. Um, so it was cinematic oh, okay. in France, but I don't think it got international distribution. Um, Dune, um, which was, um, you know, adapted from the David Lynch movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Drive My Car, which is adapted from a film this year called Hit the Road. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I forget who's going first. I, we might have lost track. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it um, doesn't matter too much. Um, yeah. You go ahead and go. So I don't know. I really don't know here because it's really hard to judge this. Yes, it is. Of, because it's really hard to judge of like to what point the source material matters. Right. So so what I'd go for, for example, is my perfect example would be a Starship Troopers of like based very famously on a work that I'll never read because it's like a fascist screed and you take a fascist screed and you adapt it into something utterly astonishing that is like anti-fascist and hardcore or the film adaptation which takes a book about flowers and then makes it into adaptation <laughs> so that's what I usually would go for but I've not I've not read The Power of the Dog I've not read The Lost Daughter I've not seen the TV movie Coda <laughs> I have not read Dukes I'm not a nerd um, and I have read the story Drive My Car, and I think Drive My Car is an exceptional adaptation of a decent Murakami short story. So I am going to vote with my expertise, and I'm going to say Drive My Car. I would probably, I mean, having, I don't know the source material for any of this, but I just Drive yeah, My no. Car is, exactly, uh, Drive My Car is so exceptional in just about every way that I would have to vote for it, but for the sake of having enough votes that are different here. It would certainly be uh, an experience, I'm sure. Uh, I think I'll go with Dune for this. Yeah, I don't think that counts, though, because they only adapted half of the book. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we would say that it probably shouldn't count, but yeah, I don't so think I don't the Oscars that... care as much. Best adapted half screenplay. <laughs> um, I think okay. Dune might also get points just in some of these categories, just because I know that many Oscar voters don't even see most of the movies and everyone yeah. seems to have seen Dune. So I think it gets points there above Drive My Car, maybe. But I think, yeah, I think, and maybe you're right. The, like, and because it's got a failed adaptation in the past. I mean, I don't right. despise the Lynch movie. It's, it's a mess and it's kind of like an entertaining mess, but I think maybe it gets props or being like, this works and that didn't um so you know that that's a maybe maybe um best original screenplay is a, is a weird one i i mean i have to give like props to the baftas here who nominated um being the ricardos for best original oh, screenplay. boy <laughs> which is... i think is just a joke to point out <laughs> that yeah that movie's not based on anything you'd think <sighs> being the ricardos will be based on something no it's not to the extent that i found out after this and i should have known before this in that movie there was a like a continual plot point about um, I don't know the names of the people because I've never watched I Love Lucy. I'm not American. Leave me alone. Um, I, I'm also I am American and I have never seen an episode Mr. of it. Ric <laughs> Mr. Ricardo, which I presume is his name, um, makes several points. Have about character makes several points all the way through about how um, Isabel can't be a communist because he was you know expelled by the communists during the revolution. He left during a different revolution. I did not pick up on that detail. I did not know because... that because I don't know about these people. I did presume that was true. That is... It does not surprise me. Insultingly wrong, though. That's like, because of the way it's used in the film, that's like, I don't want to conflate 
different atrocities, but let's say a different country. And if you said they left somewhere in the past, but you said they left somewhere because of, let's say, a genocide happening in that country, and it turned out that was not the case, you'd be like, that's really messed up. Um, yeah. Hmm. Doesn't surprise me that no, the, not based on anything. <laughs> that the God. not good Aaron Sorkin movie is not based on anything particularly factual, but it's based that's on pretty some dreams that he had about about I Love Lucy. So yeah, um, I hope I'm correct on that, but you know, don't at me at at zero zebra. On... That's fine. You can tell people to do that. I don't care. Yeah. Um, best of play um, Licorice Pizza by Paul Thomas Anderson. Um, Belfast by Sir Kenneth Branagh. Um, King Richard by Zach Balin, Don't Look Up, Adam McKay, Story by McKay and David Sirota, and The Worst Person in the World, Joachim Trier and Eskil Vaughn. This is an interesting collection of movies, and I don't know, it's, yeah, I don't know what I would go for here. I think I would probably go with Licorice Pizza. I agree, I agree. I think it's going to be that, um, which I know I think should not be the case because we shouldn't give awards to movies that have racist bits. Well, that's, yeah, that's a very good point. That aside, I think it's, well, I, I want to say, I was about to like adopt the opinion of the masses there because I don't really like the film that much. <laughs> but I get that people really like the film otherwise. I, I, I don't know. Um, there's some beautiful writing in that screenplay. I just don't think it has yeah. to get for the movie. Um, but I think that's where they throw a bone to pta i would yeah i think i think you're right that was kind of my thinking as well there's it's not a, it's a weak not a ton of nominations yeah it's very very much so i even i like the worst person in the world a lot i don't know if i do not the screenplay the is the best um, um i don't like the the way it's structured particularly as far as i think that's probably i guess people really love that, that one scene about that that like that guy's getting cancelled scene we just love that scene so much and how well written that one scene was that scene sucks. I actually, I do agree. I do not like that scene. That scene, um, that scene really soured me on the movie. It was but, utterly atrocious. Um, yeah, King Richard, whatever, don't look up is awful. And I don't have enough of an opinion on Belfast to uh, say so. Yeah. Best director, Jane Cambion, The Power of the Dog, um, who would be the third winner, third female winner, I believe. Because Chloe Zhao did win for Best Director, didn't she? Or did she not? I think she did. Um, but yeah. off the top of my head, I do not know. Yeah, well, you know, the, that movie's not very good. Never mind. Um, I would Jane Campion, Power of the Dog. Paul Thomas Anderson, Licorice Pizza. Steven Spielberg, West Side Story. So Kenneth Branagh, Belfast. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ryosuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. Now, if we go for most director, only one of them all directed two movies this year. So that's true. Noguchi um, wins the most director award but probably not in the eyes of the academy i would think the academy probably does not know that wheel of fortune and fantasy exists no um but you know again <laughs> they, they should... actually you know what steven soderbergh three movies <laughs> in retirement <Most> director, <laughs> retired the emeritus award um what are you going for it's just me isn't it me, yes me, it me, is me. you um i think jane campion i think it's jane campion okay i think i gotta go spielberg yeah, I was tempted by that. Um, yeah. It's a beautifully directed movie, uh, but I just, I don't know. I feel like they would rather give a new awards to, especially if they didn't give it to her for the piano, right. um, which I think is quite a famous snub. Um, I think this is this is the Jane Campion comeback year. Because um, I, I, spoilers, I think Power of the Dolls can do very, very well. Um, best supporting actor. It's a tricky one, actually. Um, and there's three great nominations here. <laughs> um, <laughs> there are five um overall so cody smith mcphee the power of the dog kieran hines belfast is he the kid which kieran hines is he the child no he's the old man 
I was, oh, okay, actually, he's good. He's, he's quite good. <laughs> yeah, he, I like him a lot. I have not seen yeah. this movie, but I yeah. kind of just assume that his performance is good. Yeah, no, he's he's fine. Um, the, the child is very annoying. I'm sorry, child. <laughs> You're very annoying. <laughs> but that's Kenneth Branagh's fault. Um, Troy Kotzer from Coda, um, Jesse Plemons, Power of the Dog, and J.K. Simmons being the Ricardos. I think... J.K. Simmons rules, but come on. Like, J.K. Simmons... Just, like, nominate him for the sake of it. That's the only one here that I've seen. I can't. I was shocked that he was nominated. He's barely even in the movie. If it was a good performance, but it's not a good performance. And he has he's that barely one scene where he says that men have feelings. He has the men have feelings scene. So terrible. His character is just nothing, and I was I was blown it's away. Weird because it's, it's it's based on so many like previous sources. You'd think it'd be so you know. Meh. Absolutely nothing. Um, what do you think? Is this difficult for you? You're not seeing them. It is. It is difficult for me based on pretty much nothing. I'm going to go with Jesse Plemons. Just because well, I really, like him. he's he's not the person from that movie that I think would get for it. So I was presuming because okay, that makes it easier for me because I think this is down to two people. Um, okay, this is down to Troy Kotzer in Coda and Cody Smith McPhee in The Power of the Dog. I think they're the two that are gonna. It's gonna be one of those two, which okay. I'll now look really stupid when it's not. Um, <laughs> I am going to. I'm gonna say Troy Kotzer. I think he's absolutely okay. exceptional in Coda. He won the BAFTA. I was really happy about that. I think Coda is a fine film with an exceptional performance from him gotcha. um so I, I would i would i would love to see that and i hope that is the case but i would not be surprised if coast mcfee got it who is utterly brilliant in that brilliant brilliant movie but Troy i do like him and i hope i will see that movie soon so i can understand more <laughs> so good um, best supporting actress um which is an interesting category um so aaron debose from my side story kirsten dunce from the power of the dog love her Oanjanae Ellis from King Richard, Dame Judy Dench from Cats, sorry, from Belfast, <laughs> and Jesse Buckley from The Lost Daughter. Um, this actually, seeing uh, Ariana DeBose here reminds me that it is a huge snub to not have sub- not have nominated Mike Faced in um, Best Supporting Actor, who I think is phenomenal he, in West Side Story. He was up for the BAFTA, um, so that was that was nice at least. Yeah, he was really good in that. Um, I think Ariana DeBose, I, it's, it's me that's going first. Um, I think Ariana DeBose has this. Okay. Think, and also I think she's astonishing in that film. Um, and I think she's going to run away with it. Yeah, another kind of guest category for me here since... Well, I have seen King Richard and yeah. West Side Story. Um, again, I'm just going to go with I like Jesse Buckley, and I'm going to give it to her. She's really good in Lost Daughter. That is an acting showpiece. The thing with The Lost Daughter, as we're going to say, when it comes to um, Best Actress, is we can't give Olivia Colman all the awards. And sometimes have to give <laughs> as else. much as we would like to. So we just can't, sorry. Um, so yeah, Best Actor, um, Will Smith, King Richard, Benedict Cumberbatch, The Power of the Dog, um, Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom. Denzel Washington, The Tragedy of Macbeth, Javier Bardem being the Ricardos. This is the Will Smith Award, is it not? I mean, I don't okay. know if I would... You're going, you're going for Will Smith. I'm, I'm going for Cumberbatch. Okay. I, yeah. again, I not having right. seen it, assuming, I mean, I, I know I've heard only great things about his performance, so I think that's probably a safe a safe pick, um, but this just feels like, I feel like King Richard was entirely designed yeah. to give Will Smith a, an Oscar. Award, so. Yeah. Um, I think you're right, probably. Um, but for the interests of, of difference, I'm going to say Benedict Cumberbatch, um, okay. which I think an actor that I don't usually like very much, who I think is exceptional in that film. Um, best actress. A reminder that the film Spencer exists now. Um, nice to see that there. 
Yeah, I, I don't. I'm, I'm. I'm. I don't know. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised that Green Knight nowhere, anywhere, nothing. Maybe did they not put it forward? I think. I yeah, know. I think A24 just doesn't care that much. They don't seem yeah. to ever push very much for awards. I think they just kind yeah. of they have their own space and they're fine to exist in that space. It's a shame. It would have been such a great thing to see best adapted screenplay nomination for that yeah, because that's it is. an interesting work of adaptation. Absolutely. Um, but never mind. And especially says it's because usually to go back to over old ground. I feel like because being John Malkovich is the one I go to of I think that won a best original screenplay award, and it always strikes me as that's the category to go for interesting weird things. Right. Of like the screenplay categories when you can go for the weird things. Um, I would agree. It's a shame to not see that there that time. I know that obviously it's not original because it's best adapted, um, but that would have been would have been really cool. Um, but yeah, best actress so Olivia Coleman, the lost daughter, Nicole Kidman, Peter Ricardo, <laughs> Jessica Chastain in the eyes of Tammy Faye. Sorry to laugh at those nominations. Oh, but come on. Um, Fabulous actors, but yes, come on. Um, Kristen Stewart, Spencer, Penelope Cruz, Parallel Mothers. Oh, I don't know. It's so difficult because I want to say, obviously, Kristen Stewart, but then there's such little. Right. But then I don't know if, if not her, then who? I... Yeah, I mean, I think Kidman is probably the best part of being the Ricardos, but that's not saying a whole lot. It's still not very good. Um Jessica Chastain is fine in the eyes of Tammy Faye. I'm not that impressed by it. I don't know why anyone else really is. Penelope Cruz is always brilliant. She's Penelope Cruz. Um, Olivia Coleman is always brilliant. She's, that, right. that seems dismissive. I think they, they are very good in those roles. And Olivia Coleman, and Olivia Coleman is, is absolutely exceptional in that role. But she, I think Kristen Stewart, okay, it's Kristen Stewart Spencer, remember. All right. I, oh man, I really want to agree with you. But again, for the sake of doing things different, um, I'll go for Olivia Coleman here. Yeah, you might be right. Which leaves us with the best picture. I say this, I, I say this every year when the Oscars come out. Imagine living in a world where this was the 10 best films of the year. <laughs> it's a bad, it's not and a good list. How depressing that would be if the 10 best films yeah. of that year. Knowing, I love some of these movies. Yes, but, I love a select on. few of these movies. But it's, I think one of them one of them is actually in my top 10 of last year this is such a joke um yeah two two for me that's only because i've seen one that you have <laughs> um, yeah and i mean nice. and one is one is in my maybe my bottom 10 of this year yeah, there are... out of 90 films christ are there three films so there are there's one film here that i gave one star <laughs> there's Maybe three that I gave two stars to. <laughs> oh, and I get that I'm different to most people, but come on. Like, okay. So best picture, The Power of the Dog, um, West Side Story, Belfast, Dune, Licorice Pizza, King Richard, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car. And Nobody else can see the fact that you actually looked up when you said that. <laughs> yeah, just as well. Nightmarily or nightmarily. Um... This is tough. I don't... It's between two, I think. I think it's is between two movies. I'm curious what two you think those are. I would think probably one of them is West Side Story. No, I don't think so. I, don't, I, I don't think, think so. it is... Yeah, 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 I don't think so. I don't think that hit as hard as people thought that it would. But I mean, that doesn't matter. I think it's between Belfast and Power of the Dog. Um, okay, but interesting. I would say because Belfast has not shown up as well in some of the other categories, but I think maybe we've been ignoring it. I think belfast could be a surprise like we i don't think have right. we picked belfast for anything no no and i think i don't know could, enough about it like to even, to even even um, i picked it but 
I think the movie sucks. I think it's a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's between Belfast and Power the Dog. Um, I think Power the Dog is going to win. I think that's probably a solid vote. It's I would absolutely love for Drive My Car to win, but I don't think there is any chance of that. Um, obviously, it was fantastic to see Parasite win, um, mm. but I don't think that we're looking at the same thing this year. Drive My Car no. is not anywhere near as accessible as Parasite um, and has it's, not, and it's not the phenomenon the parasite right. even be- even before right. it, it won. I mean, it got more so from that. But like, I, I always go for this bit like, the, the office that I work in of like what films they've seen. Like, I, I, went, I took I took one of them to see Parasite um, with Emma, uh, her and her partner. Well, like you should see us. Like a few people in there saw Parasite. Everyone really loved it. No one in the office, bar me, maybe one person who's more right. in the film is gonna see Drive My Car. <laughs> no one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, almost everyone that I know saw parasite when that was coming out everyone in my family and everything i don't think that anyone unless i take them to see it is going to see drive my car yeah um and a few of them actually power of the dog was was quite seen a few people because like it has the netflix bump yeah even if if drive my car was on netflix people not watching it they should do it's it's brilliant yes um but it's three hours long and very slow so (laughs) (laughs) it's like a very a very pessimistic part of me thinks there's a chance that don't look up wins um, no. I, would, I would hate to see that happen. It would be the worst thing ever. Um, I think and I'm going to go... may uh, still not be the worst Best Picture winner, that's the thing. <laughs> I think I have to go West Side Story. Give it to Spielberg again. Okay. Just, yeah. I think, think it's hard to bet against Spielberg, really. This is the best Spielberg film since Tintin. I can't remember the last... Uh, what, was, what was the last one before this? Was it the post or was there something in between? Uh, Ready Player One. Oh, yes, that would be what I'm forgetting. Um, Ready Player have One. not seen that. Which I'd say I... Ready Player One is the best Spielberg film since Tintin. <laughs> no, I mean, mean that. I don't like that. I don't like the post at all. Okay. Um, I don't like. I don't like British Spies at all. I do realize that Ready Player One is still probably worse than those films. I just want to make it clear that I don't like British Spies and I don't like the post. Okay, fair enough. I don't know who made that clear to. <laughs> <laughs> all of the all of the Spielberg diehards out there, yeah, I guess. Like I didn't see the Bufka. I never saw the Bufka. People like the Bufka, but I didn't see the Bufka. Maybe the Bufka is great. I'm realizing I haven't seen a lot of recent Spielberg output. Last thing I, I saw, saw the was Bufka. the Bufka. I think Emma but... quite liked the Bufka. I'll ask her later what she wanted the Bufka. <laughs> Information that you'll get and nobody listening to this yeah. podcast will find out. <laughs> People will be like, what film is he talking about? I refuse. I refuse to call it by its actual name. Yeah, I, I figured it out. Everyone else can too. <laughs> yeah, it's the Buffka. Um, all right. So that's is that all of our categories here? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, so we'll work out which one of us is most wrong. Um, I think we've, I, looking back at my choices, I regret most of them. Um, I think I'm so <laughs> that's, wrong. <laughs> that's the fun of doing it in the moment. <laughs> then yeah, we'll find yeah, out later yeah. just how wrong we were. I think when I worked out that none of us nominated Belfast for anything. Um, when it's yeah, probably. Like the most nominated movie. <laughs> Up for like eight categories. <laughs> it's, it's like, oops. Letting my personal dislike get in the way there. But yeah, so that is, that is the Oscars. It will happen um, and whatever. I won't watch it because time zones. Um, and we'll probably won't watch it because it's the Oscars who actually watches the Oscars. There's no reason to. I mean, it all just, no. I just look at, check Twitter every five minutes and it shows up yeah. right there and that's all I need, really. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I'll, when, when that day comes, we will release, we'll try and release this on Oscars Day and then yeah. 
we we'll release this when you know how wrong we are. <laughs> and then you can listen along and find out how wrong yeah. we were and I'll tally yeah. everything up and we'll find out if I have to watch El Super Bisto or if Steven has to watch whatever I pick for him, which yeah. I will have to yeah. find out. It's still undecided. Okay, fair enough. Um, no thanks killing for me. Um, that's a movie, isn't it? That is a movie, right? Yeah, it is a movie. Yeah, but it's, a movie that you've... it's terrible, but yeah, uh, that yeah. wouldn't be what I would give you. Okay, good to know. Thank you. I will not watch that. Scene. So, um, if you like awards shows, um, Jack Davenport, um, friend of the show, friend of all shows, friend Absolutely. to all people, a friend to all children, um, and myself, like Gamera, like don't look, don't do that face, like Gamera. <laughs> just like weird. Gamera. It was just it came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting you to include that note. <laughs> people love Gamera. Um, and by the people, I mean my closest <laughs> circle of friends, which is not representative of the wider world. Um, people don't know what Gamera is. Um, never been nominated for. Did you know that no Gamera films been nominated for an Academy Award? <laughs> I didn't know that, but I can believe it. <laughs> I guess easily. I don't know that either. I guess I'm guessing. But um, there you go. Um, actually, weird that um, Godzilla vs Kong, not for special effects. I forgot that would have been eligible. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Um, probably a better choice than Free Guy, but it was. Yeah. That would have been released probably the week after the Oscars last year, so yeah. totally yeah, forgotten it, about it by was this up, time. It was, it, was, yeah. it was up for stacks. Um, speaking of stacks, so the Stephen Jack Awards, um, the stacks, um, we will be recording after the Oscars where we go through how the Oscars are stupid um, and we give our own awards um, so they get a stir and an ack, so a one from me, one from Jack, and then the overall stack award. Um, so there's three awards for the price of one, though occasionally it's just one award because we give it all to the same thing. Um, so don't forget about that. the audience award yes and the audience award yes you can vote in these stacks so if you join the twin geeks discord so go to the twingeeks.com and go to the community page in our discord you can talk to me there or anyone and ask how do i vote in the stacks you can vote in the stacks um there is a film winning for best picture at the moment i won't say what it is but it's winning by a vote so Ooh, now is the time to vote because one film is winning by a vote. And it's not a film that I... It is one of the films nominated for the Oscars. All right. There you go. It's winning by a vote. Teasing the stacks. Could change. So you be the change you want to see in the stacks world. It'll all change Gandhi. when I submit my 15 votes for Hit the Road, a film that nobody else can see yet. <laughs> and what we're saying is ineligible. <laughs> damn it we'll do that for next year um so there you go until next time um we've been thinking of spoiling things and we are thinking of ending this podcast <laughs>